They're they're fact checking you. They're <laughs> you. I'm hopping in the car. I'm I'm hopping off the grid. I'm grabbing my pistol and I'm leaving. <laughs> this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. I'm leaving. I'm going to Canada, some island somewhere. Bye guys. Dude, this is wild, bro. My Chrome just broke on my computer. Oh no! Too. All my pages are under <laughs> silencing you. That's wild. Leave while you still can. I'm unplugging it. Hold on. <laughs> Welcome back to the R2T2 podcast with Ryan, Tommy, and Tyler. That's right. You didn't hear RJ because he ain't here today. But we do have our first guest, Jordan RC. Welcome, Jordan. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, you. Yo, really good. Really excited to be here with you guys. Uh, it's an honor to be the first ever guest on this podcast. <laughs> oh, oh we, please. we actually don't use the word honor in the same sentence yeah. as... The RTTG podcast. You're that might be the blush. first time as well. Yeah, he's just saying that because he hasn't gotten through the episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping to set a pretty high standard for everyone who follows. Oh, you're a doll. You know that? So, uh, so I'm, hope, I'm uh, hoping to replace RJ by the end of this. <laughs> well, you're doing great by talking. <laughs> Jordan's actually interviewing for, uh, for another yeah. job right now. We're doing a live interview. <laughs> uh, right. So Tommy and I have known Jordan since uh, high school. Um, mm -hmm. Ryan kind of knows who Jordan is. Um, I know his name. <laughs> I know his name. Dot com, baby. JordanRC.com, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so for those of you not tracking, uh, Jordan <laughs> had to make a username for one of the pieces of software we use, and he made his name JordanRC.com because oh, he's so a boomer. Cute. Uh, so that's actually a perfect segue jordan where can people find you if they are so inclined uh jordanrc.com oh, that's a great weird place see <laughs> all things come together all things come together yes um, yes and what are, you, what are you doing over there at jordanrc.com yes no Walmart. yeah i just started a <laughs> well that's where i got my uh, internet server for tonight um but on my uh, website i have a blog that i just started about a little less than a month ago and uh, I'm also a traveling speaker for leadership and for um, young adults and um, youth. So that's where I do a lot of, of my bookings through. Um, and also I've been writing a lot of um, different blogs on things from, you know, living out who you are boldly to um, experiencing hurt and how to deal with forgiveness with people in our lives. And um, yeah, so that's actually been going really well. It's actually taken off. Um, we actually probably started around the same time that you guys started doing your uh, podcast, which was kind of cool. Everyone got a bunch of inspiration at the end of pandemic, huh? Yeah, yeah, I think it was all within like a week. And then our our buddy Gabe also dropped his first single. You started right. your own website. We started a podcast. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, we were like, been cool. real jobs suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I read uh I read a couple of your blogs so far, and they were um, the one was pretty cool. Um more about like you personally uh and the uh the other one was a pretty hard hitter i liked it a lot so i would definitely recommend checking it out what was what was the uh the first one about um uh hurt hurt people hurt yeah yeah that was, so that was like the, I took that was a little, the second one right yeah that yeah one was the really second awesome. and third were uh you know we've heard for a long time hurt people hurt people um but we never actually stopped to think like maybe i'm the hurt person that's actually hurting people in my life 
mm-hmm. you know, we immediately think of like people who have wronged us, people who have hurt us in our lives. And uh, a lot of us, I was talking to a friend who was telling me how she was like at the time hurting someone that she was dating because she shouldn't have been with them. And um, mm-hmm. she was like, well, you know, I'm just hurt. And I got into this relationship when I was hurt. And I was like, well, you don't even realize, but like to that person in the future, you're going to be the person that they look back at. And they're saying, man, that person hurt me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of provided this whole thought for me of like, wow, like, you know, we should be protecting the people in our lives by refining ourselves and by healing ourselves and um, really going through those processes of forgiveness of our of our hurts before we um, allow other people to be affected by us too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. That, um, a, a big thing that a lot of people don't like to admit is that everybody's pretty much flawed um like everybody is and everybody acts in ways they shouldn't and they don't even realize it like i have huge behavioral issues that i didn't even know until i talked to somebody about it so i think that's what you're advocating over there is to explore yourself and talk to people and get to know people people who are honest with you so that you know how you're acting towards people and how you're treating people Mm, i think that's definitely yeah you know and and i think that oh sorry tom no no keep going yeah, I think that, um, you know, we think that someone has to be such a hard, such a bad person in order to cause someone harm. Or, you know, this person needs to be really evil or this person needs to be like a jerk or like, you know, a serial dater, uh, a liar, like a conniver, manipulator. Like we we like to tag these people with, oh, well, this could be why they're like hurting people around them. But really, like, like you just said, Ryan, all it takes is being human. Yeah. You know, we all have flaws and, and uh, yeah. that's really like kind of that core, that key. And like to to most people, it might even be justified, right? So like, it might be totally justified to say, dislike your father or or not respect your father, but you might be doing things in your life that also makes that other person suffer. And even though they don't deserve your respect necessarily, they're still a person. And I don't know, that's something, that's another thing people don't think about is treating everybody with respect, even if you don't necessarily like them or they don't deserve your respect necessarily right yeah i think it's a real gut check too like when you get to the age where you're you you've you've gone through some sort of change that you can actually recognize in yourself and then you think back to Mm. people you kind of mistreated back in the day and realizing the hurt you may have caused or like the effect you might have had on people and it's a lot of times people that you can't even like go back and apologize to you know Right. Or, or yeah. um, it's just, it's just a real weird feeling when you realize that you were acting like a jerk or you were treating people wrong and causing hurt. And then, you know, sometimes you can reach out to those people and sometimes it's just can't get in contact with them or it just I don't yeah. know. But it's and like you you want them to like know who you are today. Like you right. want to convince them. You want them to understand, like, I would never do what like I hate <laughs> the person I was. And yeah. like you want to like go hang out with that person for like a week so they know like look this is who I am right. now like believe me like I would never do that to you again I want to make it up to you um yeah but I guess that that's the importance of you know acting how you should act all the time screw it guys <laughs> let's let's turn this into a self help podcast <laughs> <laughs> but I know I think I think that's a super bold message in today's world where it's all about your truth and your perfect the way you were made the second you were born. And it's like, no, you should be looking at yourself as a project. You should always be looking to get better. Um, yeah, obviously we all have inherent good qualities, 
but we also have inherent bad qualities that need to be worked on. And to just spend your whole life saying that, well, I am how I am, and that's just who I am, and deal with it. Um, you know, there's no growth there. There's no, there's no room for getting better, making the world a better place. Um, I was actually listening to a song on my uh, my workout place, and there's one line that says something like, "Everybody, I think it's like everybody wants to change the world, but nobody wants to change themselves." Like, how true mm-hmm. is that? How true? Like, even myself, um, you see other people who want to wake up, and they're talking about, "Well, I want to." you know, get involved in this foundation. And one day I want to like, you know, make sure there's no poverty in the world. But meanwhile, they're, it's, it's more difficult for them to take the time to work on themselves than to have all these, you know, crazy goals. Yeah, I mean, it's hard and it makes people uncomfortable to like, look at yourself and identify these problems. And like I said, all these things were kind of invisible to me. Like I knew I got in arguments a lot, but no. (laughs) Yeah. But like, (laughs) And everybody's like, oh, Ryan, whenever you get in an argument with somebody, you belittle them. And like, I kind of just brush that off. Mm. But when I started talking to somebody, and this can be like anybody, like somebody you trust, like a pastor, if you're religious or something, or for me, it was a therapist. I talked about like my life and realized that it was even making me sad the way I was treating people. And so you don't even know it, but you're in a state of mind. Usually A, a lot of people are where they're just stuck this like line of thinking every single day and it's mistreating people and it's also making you yourself sad so working on yourself also not only helps others but also helps you it makes you much happier Uh, i I don't think a lot lot of people realize that i think a lot of that spawns from people always wanting to surround themselves with cheerleaders like people are just going to cheer them on no matter what they're doing like oh you're the man bro like it doesn't matter that you did this awful thing (laughs) like it's cool um but that's why I mean that's why I'm friends with Tommy. That's why I'm friends with you because you're both people that are gonna call people out. That's why I'm friends with Jordan. Like we're all like all people that are gonna be like, I love you, bro, but this is dumb. Like why are you living this way? Why are you doing that? And you need people like that in your life. Did we just lose Jordan? He's back. No, he's, he's here. back. Okay. Um, but yeah, you need you, you for real. You need to surround yourself with people that are going to be real with you, that aren't just going to cheer you on at every single thing you do, even if it's an awful thing. Like, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to realize that, hey, this probably isn't the best for you. Or maybe this is selfishly, you know, in the moment, quote unquote, the best for you. Like, it's going to short term benefit you, but this is bad for your soul. Like, this is bad for who you are as a person. This is bad for the people around you. Mm -hmm. Preach, brother. Preach. (laughs) So it's good. It's good that, like, I don't know. It's always good to see like younger people taking up that sort of mantle of being like, you know, these are important things that need to get out there and feel like I'm going to, I'm going to be the one that writes it. I'm going to be the one that, you know, takes my thoughts, thinks about these things and puts them down for other people to read and stuff. Because I feel like a lot of the times it's, especially with our generation, that's not something that's like at the forefront. Have you, have any of you guys And on top of that being in a generation that will like, cancel you and hate you for saying something that they like slightly upsets them right. yeah <laughs> that's countercultural. yeah have you Harry. guys read um the book 12 rules for life by jordan peterson i have, I have yeah no i really highly recommend it but one of the reasons i thought about it was chapter four is about um no sorry chapter five no sorry chapter six uh set your house in <laughs> perfect order to <laughs> set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world it kind of goes along mm. with like what mm. you were saying with um with you know look take a look at yourself and make sure you're squared away and you're not hurting people before you start thinking about all the people out there that are hurting you Mm -hmm. you know and he talks about also right 
Um, yeah, it also ties into like ownership. So like being able to own not just the fact that you're a flawed person, but like we live in a world where um, Dan Crenshaw talks about this, where mm-hmm. it's growing increasingly popular to just it, it's cool or it feels good to be a victim. And like mm-hmm. nobody yeah. now, which is why I appreciate your work, nobody, especially youth, are not taking ownership of their own lives and realizing they can do something with it. And even if they're in, even if they're in a low income area or something like that, I mean, the American dream is still alive and well, and it might be harder for them, but, um, whether it's through their personal relationships or their career, whatever it is, I, you have to take ownership of that in order to succeed. Yeah. And yeah. I, in no, order to no do one's going to do it for you. Yeah. In order to do the best you can possibly do, you have to take ownership. You have to regain agency of your situation. Yeah. That's what the. Crenshaw talks about Crenshaw talks about this. Um, Jocko Willink, Jocko 2024. Let's go. I'm I'm already on the campaign trail for him. Um, But yeah, that's what they all talk about is, is taking ownership of you. Do you know who Jocko is? Do you know who Jocko Willink is Jordan? No, I'm voting for Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't he run this year? Didn't wait, wait, didn't he run this year? He did. Yeah. I think he pulled either 70,000. Six or 60,000? 60, 60, That's yeah. crazy. Yo, so oh, what are some, yeah. you, what are some it might be, how many votes did he get? 70,000. 70. Okay, so I think proportionally this is way more impressive. One of the guys at our Bible study, Eric Bovine, I think his name is, his last name is, he ran for Bovine. freeholder, Um, didn't campaign. Um, didn't spend any money. Did like minimal effort of just promoting himself. It was basically just to get like his foot in the door. He got twenty seven hundred votes without what? spending, without spending a dime. And was doing, he like, just a write in, or was he actually on the ballot? I assume he was just a write in. I think he was just a write in, but I don't know. I don't know huh. for sure. But I know he he didn't spend any money campaign, and he did like minimal personal work in like doing like free campaigning for himself. That's and amazing. you get 2,700 votes in a freeholder vote. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Can I tell you? <laughs> you didn't win. But I voted lot. against somebody for freeholder just based on her billboard. <laughs> her billboard annoyed me so much because I saw it what every day. Billboard? I saw it every day and I was like, God, that's an annoying billboard. Wait, what and- was it? Was it the Dela Cruz one? Yes. Was it that one? Yes. Me yes. too. <laughs> <laughs> so that I didn't know. I didn't know if she was Republican, Democrat. I knew two no weeks ago that I was voting against her <laughs> regardless just because of her billboard. So not a great campaign you do, strategy. You do, you do realize that nobody who hears this podcast will ever take your political opinion seriously again. Tommy's <laughs> 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 like, I don't know. That color scheme on that billboard doesn't work out. <laughs> Love the policy, right. but come on. Black and gray? I didn't even look at the policy, honestly. It's freeholder. Come on. I, I gotta be honest. I have no idea what the Office of Freeholder does. I think Isn't it has to do with like commercial. Land? I think it has oh. to do with like businesses and stuff and like sort of uh, handling. I want to let you know. You guys talk about something. I'm going to Google it. I think okay. all three of us are Googling it right now. I'm not. All three Freehold is a city in, in New Jersey. That's not yes, it. Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Nailed it. That's what came up. So how has your uh, month out in uh, Colorado been? Oh, dude. I've been I've been on more hikes this month than I think <laughs> I've been in my entire life. It's just like... 
the majority of things to do out here is like, hey, like you're just driving down the road, you see a mountain, just pull over and go walk up it. Really? Like that's just that's just kind of the culture. <laughs> so, and it's like people like people. It's weird. People are so nice here, but they're not like personable. So like someone in Jersey will like um, cut you off, curse you off. And then like you at least like get some sort of depth with that person just because like there's an emotional like, <laughs> I don't like you, you know, but like everyone out here is like, oh, like cut me in line. You know, you can go first. Like, how are you doing? Like everyone wants to be your friend, but like they just want to stay to keep it there. Really? Like, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it's so, like the, that's the, strange. Yeah, the culture is super different out here, um, but it's been a good time. You know, I've been uh, spending a lot of having a lot of rest time going through a work transition. So just spending some time resting and um, like we were talking about before, working on personal things so that the next thing I'm, I'm at my best when I get there. Hmm. Um, so that's been really good. I've been studying um, a lot and uh, really just preparing for whatever's next, you know. And you have you have family out there, right? Yeah, I'm actually staying with my brother-in-law and my sister, and we're right outside Denver. Nice. Cool. Do you go into the city a lot, or you staying like out in the countryside and hiking? So it's like there's literally, I know the video will be on the recording, but Denver's like this, and it's like whoop, mountains, like Rocky Mountains are like right next to Denver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because Denver's actually where they settled when they were traveling across to the 49ers. They were traveling across the country. And they saw the big mountains and they're like, ah, we'll stay here. Yeah, I, I saw that meme that was like, can we all just realize that Denver was founded because all these pioneers <laughs> crossing the plains, like after all that hard work, saw the Mount Ro- uh, the Rocky Mountain, the ro- mountain, yeah. Mountie Rockies, <laughs> the, the, hey, the, the, the Rocky Mountains, too. and we're like, ah, screw it. We're going to stay here. Yeah, we'll stay. <laughs> Wait um, a second. So that's where I'm at. Jordan. Yeah. Did you yes. fly into the Denver airport? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I did. You did. Did you see the creepy horse thing statue yep. that's outside the Denver? What's up with Every that? Every single time. <laughs> Every single time, dude. What is dude, up with that? The the conspiracies surrounding the Denver airport are some of the wildest in the country. Dude, dude I have um, like God. Uh, they have like Nazi murals in there. Murals in there. Yep. I'm not even kidding. They're, they're straight up Nazi murals. Fact right, check so me on this. I are you dare talking you. about the swastika? Yes. All right. So, so from what I understand, and I and this, it might just be it might just be swastikas, but I know that <laughs> there is a uh, uh, Native American tribe or re, or like group of tribes that that was an actual symbol that they had that meant something, not killing Jews or anything there, like that. There's a it mural. Was like peace and hope, but um, it meant something. And uh, I think the Nazis, like, kind of uh, confiscated the symbol, and now it obviously no, 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 no. doesn't mean that anymore. It's not, I don't think, it, I know what you're talking about. It's not Native American. It's, like, Asian. It's, like, a Buddhist symbol of peace and hope or whatever. Uh, it's something like that. There's, I'll put this in the cover art so you can see, so everybody can see it. There's literally a you're mural of, a like, a reaper, the cover art. a reaper in a gas mask just cutting. I found it. A line of families. I'm going to send it to Jordan and I'm going to send it to It's crazy. I think we're going to have to get together after the podcast and discuss whether that's making the cover (laughs) (laughs) art. It's a mural in the Denver airport. And and the Denver airport, we we should get into this another time. But there are like, there's like, Jordan, do you know that there's like 90 tunnels? There's like a whole tunnel system in the Denver airport. 
so no one knows what, what it what does. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. So the entire airport is built through like an underground uh, train system. So in order to get from like gate A, B, and C, you got to take this underground train to get to each terminal and stuff. But the thing is, there's like a million tunnels down there and they only use three. <laughs> and there's literally these three tunnels that head to the different terminals. But you're looking at t- like turns every which way. And you're like, who the heck goes down there? And it's just like an endless tunnel that, that never ends. Um, and it's super weird. They actually, I've, I've looked a little bit into the conspiracies. They actually say, um, since Denver is the second leading um, city in America with federal agents and employees, that there's like this tunnel system meant to get them out anywhere that they can get. That's what them. I saw. Um, and it stems from Denver. That's way more boring than the Illuminati. Which I think is what that the, those tunnels are for. And I heard it was QAnon. I think, I think they looked at these tunnels, were like, let's build an airport on top of this and a profit off of them. And so they set three of those tunnels up to ferry people in between flights. So there's just, another fun conspiracy that they built it on top of Japanese concentration camps. What? Mm, internment what? camps. Internment That's, camps. Internment camps, not concentration camps. Still terrible. <laughs> Not that terrible. Listen, okay. <laughs> they, they were bad. They, they were, were bad. bad, but more people came out of the internment camps than went in. Yeah, so, but... Okay. Like, it wasn't great. No, it was bad. But no, it wasn't it was bad. bad. It's like a, it was an No, it's like a huge blot on, the Amer- on American rights. history. Yeah, that's no, a huge def- blot. It's definitely not good. It goes, it goes slavery, Trail of Tears, Japanese internment camps, pretty much. I, th- I, th- I would put... The internment camps above Trail of Tears because those what? are American citizens. Oh, no. No, 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 no way. Do you know what the Trail of Tears was? Let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what it was. This, see, this is your argument problem. So I, I looked it up. I looked it up, and it was. It oh, says, uh, there's okay. the, secret, yeah, yeah, yeah. the secret Navajo emblems that predate World War II, known as the Whirling Log, Falling Log, or Swirling Log. It looks like a cross to short and angry's notches, blah, blah, blah. The symbol all but disappeared from Navajo artist wares after the 1930s. Huh, I wonder, wonder why. why. <laughs> hmm. There is this one that, say- that has like an entire YouTube series dedicated to just crapping on the Denver airport. He talks about like the, the, the swastikas. He talks about how like everything is, is phallus shaped. <laughs> <laughs> like the, like the, the luggage claim. And like the way the, yeah. the, the, the land is laid out and stuff, he said everything shaped like a phallus because the people who built it were devil worshippers and pagans. Listen. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, what? If you wanna if you wanna see that like just Google Denver Airport murals. Like this one over on the right, I don't know if you can explain the, the imagery or the symbolism explain. to me, but over on the right we have a cracked out bison. On the left we've got a <laughs> whale for some reason, even though the den like Colorado's completely landlocked. There's Super a landlocked. there's a there's a <laughs> thoroughly there's a heroin junkie turtle on the left. There's three <laughs> dead people on the bottom, uh, black, white, and Indian. Leopard skin for some reason. A Not penguin even. inside of a glass box, like it's on display at a museum. Wait, you've never seen a leopard right. in the Rocky Mountains before? And just <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, wait, wait, wait. If we're gonna go there. Colorado just voted to release wild wolves back into, um, I don't know, the mountains, into the forest or whatever. So they had them in reservations. I don't know if reservations is the right word. Uh, but they had the them camps. Um, behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that was the second thing on the ballot in Colorado was to release them back into the wilderness, and they won. So there will now be wild wolves roaming Colorado. That's a great idea. I can't see how it goes wrong. I I like how we still have daylight savings time because the kids need to wake up and be able to walk to school while the sun's still up, even though it doesn't, doesn't work. It and yet actually, we release, actually save we release wild wolves into the woods. <laughs> right. Maybe combo. we can prioritize these issues. <laughs> yeah, let me have my hour back. Well, I think, they were having, I think they were having a problem with like one type of animal overpopulating. Wasn't it like boars or something like that? Wild pigs? Or was uh, that just Texas? I don't think in Colorado. Yeah, I don't think it's in Colorado either. That's there. in Texas. Yeah, that's Texas. Texas, they, they literally shoot boars from helicopters because they have too many. They have to. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. What's what do they call them though? Like, there's a word for them. Are what? you thinking of javelina? It starts with an F. Oh, I know javelinas a... are out. Javelinas. Like, it's the out in Spanish Arizona. Word for it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Javelina is like yeah, the Spanish that... word for boar, right? I don't know. That came out like a year ago. Like. You just started watching the news, and every night they were talking about like these boar infestations in like the southern states. Oh, it's crazy! <laughs> it's like we we didn't even know we had these problems. The farmers <laughs> don't there don't even care. Like you can shoot boars on their property; they don't care at all. You can go down there, pay right. pay like a grand to sit in a helicopter and blast boar as you know, like from twenty feet up or whatever, however high helicopters fly. Yeah. And um. Yeah, they don't even care. They're like, yeah, please keep shooting the boar on our land. They don't even charge or get paid for it. They're like, please. It honestly sounds like a fun time. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm moving to Texas Uh, just so I can shoot boar from a helicopter. Yeah. Moving. Hold on. Before we move on, we have to talk about the freaking Mustang in front of the Denver airport. What is that? It's like a giant blue war horse with glowing red eyes. Their eyes glow red. Why do they have to glow red? Yeah. Oh, that's for it the makes no sense. It makes no sense. I don't, like, why I is that what you want know. the first people to see who come to your airport? It's, o- it's also so it's actually um, remarkably veiny. That's what I'm it's saying. The way out. It's like <sighs> Jordan, have you ever tried so... to ride it? <laughs> no, yeah, so it's, it's on, on your it. way. It's on your way to, into the airport. So people coming out of the airport, you don't really see it. But when you're leaving Denver, it's like this horse is staring at you with uh, these red eyes. Like, like you better not leave or like Population something. Control. I don't know, man. Why is it so veiny, Jordan? Why is the horse so veiny, Jordan? <laughs> he's obviously stressed. He's got red eyes. He's got veins. <laughs> out Maybe he's just intoxicated. Uh, he's been taking creatine. <laughs> yeah, like someone, someone's really messing with him, you know? It's called Blucifer. Blucifer. I'm not kidding. Oh it's called Blucifer. Wow. That's a sick name. Wow. Oh no, it's nicknamed Blucifer. Yeah, I got that. What's its actual name? Blue Mustang. Oh, Probably like Carl. His... Blue Mustang. <laughs> Carl. Yeah, everything you want to know about Blucifer, the demon horse of DIA. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Have you done any snowboarding or skiing out there, or is that like not the time of year yet? Uh, we're entering that time of year. So I went, I, I've only been snowboarding twice in my life. And because I was a basketball player, so winter sports were the exact opposite of anything I was allowed to do. And uh, I, when I moved to Denver and stopped playing basketball, I went one time and I had a great time. And I, I like caught on pretty quick. I was doing pretty well. And then just this past year, I went out in New York with some of my friends from New Jersey. And I didn't know how different the slopes would be. <laughs> 
and supposedly it's just completely different mountains and like in new york it was super icy super narrow super hard and i literally like halfway through the day i just like i was done i just went into the clubhouse i just sat down and i was like i cannot do this and i'm never doing it again i think my butt had a bruise on it for about three weeks like my whole right cheek was just nice you know? where, where, in so new, where in new york was it uh gore gore mountain was it was it north central new york it's like it was like 30 minutes from lake george oh oh, oh yeah they did like oh that's like where they held the winter olympics and stuff before i i vacation those are like george. legit those are like legit snow, snow. Those are no joke snowboard what? mountains. Are we just gonna gloss over the fact that Ryan, like a like a like a Fortune five hundred CEO, was like, "Oh, I I vacation at Lake George. <laughs> it's not expensive. It's like three hundred bucks to stay there a week. It's a it's a really nice. I agree. It's so Lake pretty, George man. is really nice. Hmm. Yeah, I went there for a bachelor party a couple years ago, and it was a really nice couple days just like in the mountains around a big old lake you know? the guys like That's the cop cool. uniform you showed up in what <laughs> <laughs> what just happened i asked if the guys like the cop uniform he showed up in <laughs> <laughs> no he was a construction worker for oh sure. yeah definitely <laughs> definitely um I went to Tyler's house once for a bachelor party and it was a, a really fun 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, you guys, you guys we gotta often get reference. <laughs> you guys reference this on almost every single podcast. You yeah. Know so, that? yeah, that's our goal. So, so our buddy had a... Wait, do we want to talk about it? We can't disclose it, it yet. I think we want to just leave it as a thing. We had we have to leave it as the we had an unfortunate bachelor party. How about we just how about we add one detail to the story every time we uh? I okay. can do that. Jack. I, can, I Jack. No, 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 no. The detail would be World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That's the detail That's for this episode. I, I don't know what you want from me. And the first person to figure World out the War entire II. night gets a pat on the back. <laughs> It won't take well, long. It was only 15 minutes long. No, the good part of it was only 15 minutes long. Speaking of which, I drove the exact car that was problematic at that bachelor party to Michigan and didn't have to drive back wet. What did you just say? Nobody will understand that. What? <laughs> what? Nobody will understand that. <laughs> what? That made no sense. Nobody will understand that. that. Was Tyler, you remember last episode, Tyler, Ryan was trying to... And Jordan. Jordan's here too. Um, Hi, Jordan. <laughs> Uh, Ryan was trying to buy a car. Well, bought one like on Ryan a whim. Bought a car he just went one out day. one day and bought it. Was it re- oh, wait, man, is it really on a adventure. whim? If he had previously talked about buying a car, it wasn't on a whim. Bro. It wasn't on a whim, but he wasn't like like I'm gonna I, go buy I had a car. Done the research. Yeah, it was it was super spontaneous. So, what you I get into this? So wait, your 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 definition uh, of spontaneous is previously talking about it and doing research on it. You must live a wild life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what Ali says. I'm so spontaneous. Anyway, my girlfriend got in a car accident. She's okay. It was like a minor accident, but she needed somebody uh, to like ferry her to school. Ask. And uh, what? What? Okay. Uh, it was a, a 10 hour booty call. What? So, <laughs> Wait, what? Do you know what a booty call so is? So I had. So How I immediately you know had to go out. <laughs> In reverse. 
There's no cancel. reverse of a booty cancel. call. <laughs> you mean she butt dialed you? Cancel. Um. What? Anyway. <laughs> so she got into a car accident. I had to find a way to drive out from from New Jersey to Michigan, which is like 600 miles. So I started by trying to rent a car. Can't rent a car because I wasn't 21 yet. I just turned 21. Like it was going to be six days until I turned 21. No one would let me do it unless it was like uh, it, was, it was a crazy premium that I had to pay for um, budget. And that was the only company that would let me do it. So I couldn't do that. Then I I called my dad up. I was like, yo, dad. Can I borrow your car? Hopefully he didn't listen <laughs> to the first podcast. Can I take your car for a spin? Uh, and so I drove out. He, he said yes. He's very nice about it. So I drove out to pick up the car. But he forgot to tell me that the car has 232,000 miles on it. And I'm like, I'm not going to drive this car. All I'm not going to drive this car 600 miles and maybe get to Michigan. <laughs> so I just spun around, made a UE and dropped it right back off and left. Um, my boss was saying, take my car, take her car, which is super nice of her, but I'm not going to take my boss's car. So I just decided to buy a car. So in one day, <laughs> I spent $16,000 on an, a used 2017 Honda Civic Si. And that's nice. the end of the story. And then drove to Michigan. Michigan. And, and ruined super... it. What? And what ruined it. Ruin? So, okay. <laughs> there is a point in time on the road trip where you know instantly without maps telling you that you are in Michigan. And that's when the road turns to instant crap. <laughs> and there are potholes literally everywhere. There's like... If you drive for a mile on a Michigan highway, you'll see at least three just split open tires <laughs> because everybody's tires are just blowing up. And like, it's a common occurrence that cars just break down and they leave the cars on the side of the road. So crappy roads and all of their, they're really hilly and they don't care enough to make their roads like in New Jersey. You have to like flatten the land. Tommy knows more about this, right? I know so you know, much like, about this. <laughs> You got like flattened stuff and like entrances to parking lots are not super hilly. Michigan, they don't care. And the Civic's really low. And so when pulling into her parking garage, it's going a little too fast. And the entire car just, the front of the car slapped the oh, concrete and scraped the entire front of the car. car. That's unfortunate. And it was like, it was like, oh no. <laughs> I just stopped in the middle of the parking lot. I went, oh crap. <laughs> A few more expletives than that, but yeah. And that's the end of my front bumper. You're really good, by the way. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thanks. You don't have to the, give uh, any money to Al-Qaeda this week. The <laughs> first episode, episode one of the podcast, which is yet to be released, um, Ryan swore about 30 times, and then after that it was like twice. So As he cracks his neck, for those of you who didn't see. Getting all confident <laughs> over there. I'm kind of amazing. So Michigan roads are no bueno? Absolutely not. And Michigan, just crappy state in general. If anybody's <laughs> listening from Michigan, stop. Stop listening from Michigan? <laughs> yeah. If anybody from Move Michigan's states. listening, stop. <laughs> That's how much you Wait, let it. me check. I'm going to check real quick to see if we have anybody in Michigan listening. Oh, yeah. This is something oh, I've yeah, been wanting to bring up. over the, 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 the oh, listener states and locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something I want to be bringing up anyway, so I'm just going to run through them real quick. Right. We are currently... I wanted to bring this up before, and I want to bring up any new ones we get if we ever get any, but in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different countries, apparently. What, what are the new ones? Because I know we had like Kuwait uh. and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have U.S., uh, Canada, which we had before, Kuwait, which we had before, and Ireland, which we had before. We've since added France, India. No, we have France, UK, and Russia, India. and Germany. Oh, uh, we did have India before. And France. Well, the rest of them we added, and then as far as U.S. states go, we're in twenty-one states. So New Jersey, uh, Virginia, which actually has a sizable amount. New York, huh. Washington, California, Ohio, Florida, Pennsylvania, Texas, District of Columbia, Soon Illinois, to be Oregon, ah, Michigan. <laughs> uh, all that makes sense. Oh actually. God, Massachusetts. Oh no, it's not Ali. She doesn't listen to a single episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, Alaska, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, and Alabama. See, at least I have wow. like kind of bragging rights on that, but not really, because my first my girlfriend was the first one to listen, but it was mostly just to tell me all the bad things about it. <laughs> well, I'm really glad that so many nations internationally get such a good representation of American middle-aged men. You know, we're, no, we're, we're middle-aged now. <laughs> middle-aged men, <laughs> guys, guys. He was only like 20 years off. Give him a break. So we can actually talk about this. Tyler and I, Tyler and I, with RJ and another friend of ours, Kyle, went on a uh, a missions trip. Which I don't know if you know this, Jordan, but. It was very close between you going and RJ going. Yeah. I don't know if you know that, but you were on, I was supposed yeah. to go. You were on the short list of people to you go. Were, like you if were RJ said he couldn't go, going. I think you were next in line. First they were like, "Do you want to go?" Mm. "Do you want <laughs> to go?" <laughs> and everybody was like, "No. No, we don't." Cuz Tyler and I were the first to go. And then we were trying to find more people. And then Jason was like, "Uh, so what about we're like, "Nope, not him." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh yeah but um yeah. <laughs> but yeah you were on the short list so i had a point here oh well, yeah we were horrible um, representatives of america they were like oh americans are so loud and obnoxious and then we were all of that times 50 <laughs> it was bad and at, at that point i was already 0 for 1 on missions trips That's so true. i don't i don't know if uh jason no no no, no, no this, no, was, this, before, was, this, this was, was the first your mission trip. trip we did with the youth group yeah, this is oh. this is when they were trying out the idea of doing mission trips with the youth group, and then they were like, "Yeah, we're never doing an international again." So no, so I mean, to be <laughs> fair, we had the reputation of being loud, but we also had the reputation of getting stuff done. That's true. There was like f- six, because so it was it was myself, Tommy, RJ, you know, rest in peace wherever he is right now, and um, <laughs> and our buddy Kyle, and then our youth pastor and one of the adult leaders, uh, Wheels. And the six of us, not trying to, you know, talk about ourselves, but we did, like, the six of us out of, like, 50 people did, like, 60-70% of the work. But, very true. Yeah. Also, nice. uh, for those of you that don't know, um, <clears throat> bloody is, like, a curse word in England. And our youth pastor got asked to do a sermon at a church that we were helping plant. And, you know, having not asked people about the culture of England and what certain words meant, he was doing a sermon about uh, Jesus feeding the 5,000, where he made a, a few fish and a few loaves of bread into thousands, into hundreds, rather. And in the middle of the sermon, Jason says, that's a bloody lot of fish, as you guys would say. And the entire <laughs> room... Just eyes open wide. You could feel the air just get just get sucked out of the room. And, you know, the students, you know, us ignorant students had asked about the word bloody. 
and what it was the culture in general and culture like in general yeah and, so yeah, we all you know. we we knew that it was like a curse word and that he just said it in church like three days after being in england <laughs> so we're all sitting there like shaking our heads like oh no the pastor put the pastor of the church we were planning puts his hands in his puts his head in his hands <laughs> and starts shaking it back and forth and jason's out there like oh no what did i just do so yeah, so yeah, it took him like three days to be in a different country and just curse as like the preacher. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty impressive. Isn't bloody like the so equivalent funny. of the f word? It's not. Uh, it's, it's not different. as bad as the f word, but it's kind of used like the f word, and you probably wouldn't want to say it. Like a bloody lot is kind of like saying a effing lot. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not as, as bad. bad as the f word. Hmm. But it's, it's kind of like it. It's used like yeah. it, not as bad. It's not held held yeah. to like such high standard. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, he said it with he said it with confidence. Yikes! Like he thought he thought that was gonna be the part that like really got their attention and made him like funny and you know relatable. Right. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean. I mean, Ryan just confidently used booty call. <laughs> what does it mean? I, I thought I said it correctly. A booty call is like when wait, somebody... Wait, wait, hold on. Do you know... what? What is your best guess as to what a booty call is? How are you using it? We might just. I might just be misunderstanding how you were using it. Yeah. Like a butt dial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. no. So what you think a booty call is when <laughs> you... That's what I thought you were using it as. When you think, a bo- you think a booty call is like when you sit on your phone and... Yeah. And like a butt dial. Right, it's a butt dial. Yep, that's it. You actually that's nailed it. it. How'd you uh, know? Did you Urban Dictionary oh. that definition? A booty call Yikes. is like somebody calling you late at night for a hookup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, by, hookup we, by hookup, we mean sex. <laughs> and then he, and he's like, uh, and and the reverse. <laughs> like, I mean the reverse. I don't even know how that would work. Like, <laughs> so you called her for a booty call? Uh, <laughs> Right, I so so I called her. (laughs) (laughs) So I called her from my thigh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Oh man! I need to become educated. (laughs) So Ryan, you turned twenty-one this week or last week? Yes, yes, I did, and I did nothing um, interesting. You made the Can poor I... choice of listening to your brother. Hold on a second. Before <laughs> before we before we get into how crappy of a recommendation I made. Can I, Literal can I throw crap. something out there that that agitates me? We'll say hmm. we'll, we'll have Tommy complaints corner this episode if that's okay with you guys. Sure. <clears throat> sure. When people who spend from like the time they're 15 to 21 partying like every weekend like drinking crazy amounts go out and pretend like their 21st birthday is a big deal. It it irritates me to no end. I yeah. can't stand it. I want to just like punch the nearest person, which is an <laughs> awful impulse, especially if you're in a nursery. But my f- <laughs> my first legal drink. Oh my god, I'm 21. Like you've been I've literally seen you black out on a couch. <laughs> Nothing has changed from yesterday to the d- today. It'd be one thing if, like, well, you didn't you drink or you bar. occasionally drank up until this point. But, like, relax. You're an adult now. You don't get to have fun birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's obnoxious anyway, kind of. I know it's, like, part of our culture now to celebrate your 21st loudly and at a bar or something like that. 
and I guess it's fun, but I find it super obnoxious when I like go to a grill and bar and there's somebody's twenty. Some, oh, what? Some woman's twenty-first birthday <laughs> and they're there. A booty call. Reverse. When reverse. I go to uh, reverse. a booty call. Reverse. A reverse. <laughs> reverse it, Ryan. Then you'll have it right. What do you mean? The grill and bar. Bar and grill. Bar and grill. <laughs> A bar and grill, and there's some loud, like, white girl having her 21st birthday. It's just like, I don't know, man. Uh, it makes me cringe in general. But Well, a few boomers are done just crapping on people's fun. <laughs> oh, it's okay, because they're, you know, a white girl. But, um, yeah, I did nothing. Absolutely. Don't get it enough. What, Jordan? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I did absolutely nothing interesting. Uh, I s- Except I have a terrible drink because you didn't listen to me. Right. I sat. Oh my god. I sat in my girlfriend's apartment. We got alcohol, but the alcohol was terrible. So I picked up white claws. No, this is not. Then, this is not an accurate then, representation of what I, happened. I, I'll get into that. But uh, it was you were there. I want to hear what Ryan said. Yeah, my my birthday's November third, which sucks because it's election night every four years, and it just so happens my twenty first ends up to be the end of the world twenty twenty presidential election. <laughs> so it was like. You're not really going out that night, even though we did anyway, but like late at night. So we did nothing interesting. We just stayed in an apartment, a dark apartment and drank. What did you, was what was your though. first yeah, drink? Your, that- your 20, your 25th birthday is going to be wild. Bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> ben Shapiro, 2024. Nah, nah, ben Jocko Crenshaw. Willink, 2024. Kanye, 2024. Kanye. <laughs> have you, have you, heard, have you guys heard about Kanye's plan A? Yeah, I've what? heard him talk no. about it on the Joe Rogan podcast. No, what's his plan? Right, I, that's I, where I, heard I listened it too. to him for like an hour, and I was like, I can't listen to this dude I, ramble about nothing. I, I, hold on, we'll talk about Kanye in a second. I promise. Okay. Like, we okay. there's a lot okay. to talk about there, but I I want to defend my honor over this drink. Thing. Okay, oh, right. Yeah, what was the drink? Yeah, yeah. What was the so, drink? So I asked you guys for recommendations, and nobody came through except for Tommy. So I said like credit, a dozen. Yeah, but. I, I have shirt torn, shirt torn. I have memory loss. And I didn't remember. And then I asked everybody again and Tommy was the only one to respond. Oh, so I came through. You're just a little slow. You came okay. through the first time. But anyway, Tommy suggested crown apple, cranberry juice. Which is crazy. Which is crazy to me. Why is that? Why? It's crazy. I've never even heard of that in my life. And this what? is like Tom's well, never heard of Crown Royal. Well, neither did the liquor store because they didn't have it. Crown Royal Apple. Crown Royal Apple is really good. Yeah. With cranberry juice, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So good. Cranberry juice it's, it's and Sprite. It's really good. And do a splash and I, of Sprite. And I, and I top it with Sprite, like 5, 10% Sprite. It's very good. Hmm. So, what this a hole did, okay, <laughs> and then blames me is. That's one for Tommy. <laughs> What? You can't use substitute words? <laughs> All right. What this, um... Butthole. <laughs> shithead. Did. <laughs> is he bought... I told him, get Crown Royal Apple, get Cranberry Juice, get Sprite. Mix, like, 45% Crown, 45% Cranberry, 10% Sprite. He comes back with regular Crown. And I'm like, bro... You should have told me I would have recommended like Jim Beam Apple or like another whiskey. I asked for, do you have any apple whiskey flavors? And they said no. No, you didn't. Because there's no way you even knew that Crown was whiskey. You didn't even know what a booty call was. So (laughs) I know my alcohols. I worked at a bar. You you should have texted me. Okay. Because you came back with regular Crown and then mixed it with apple juice and (laughs) 
No, 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 no. And cranberry juice. This is an absolute misrepresentation of the facts. Ready? So I went there. I asked for crown apple, or well, I did. Uh, she asked for crown apple. They didn't have it. And then I was like, okay, do you have any other apple-flavored whiskeys? And they said no. Like, usually we have Jim Beam apple, but we're out. Jim Beam apple. But we're out. I'm like, okay. Jim Beam is very sweet, but go ahead. I was like, okay, just give me the regular crown then, I guess. And so we went up with the regular crown, and then we called you, Tommy. I would have called it off right there. I would have called it off the right naysayer. there. I would have said, nope. I would have given you a different drink right at that moment. The naysayer. We called you, and we're like, yeah, we just got regular crown. You're like, well, that was a mistake. I'm like, oh, thanks. That's great. <laughs> uh, and then, and I don't then, know what I've done wrong here. And then we were like, <laughs> well, we have apple juice. What if we just mix a little bit in there with that? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'll work. Remember that? No, I said you could try Remember that. that I didn't say it will work. Remember that when you said, yeah, yeah, that'll work. Remember okay. that? And then you just <laughs> mocked me two seconds ago for adding apple juice. <laughs> I did not say it no, will work. No, you literally did. I said, well, I should I call Allie? I believe you suggested to add apple juice. I hate you. I needed the apple also, juice. Also, I whiskey, I sat apple there juice, and, and cranberry. I sat there and typed up like a dozen recommendations. Uh, oh, I remember, remember, audience, 20 seconds ago, a minute ago, where Ryan said, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, this was a text conversation. <laughs> he forgot He forgot the recommendations That's that a were point. on a text format. <laughs> That's a good point. I was too lazy. I forgot. Whatever. Listen, if you had done a backyard tea, you would have been happy. Yeah. If you had done... The sucky part is... So we went and got White Claws, but I'm super freaking fat. And I I drink on and off before I was 21, not really like heavily, but I still have a little bit of a tolerance. So the White Claws do nothing. They literally do nothing to me. Like I cannot drink. Oh, that's not true. I can't drink them fast enough to get any sort of intoxicated. Like White Claws. Oh, are I was a little intoxicated when I was playing CS with Tyler. Only a little bit. <laughs> and it, it was White super Claws hard. Are gross. They're not gross. They're, they're tasty. Gross. They hide the flavor gross. of alcohol really well. That's because there's no alcohol. 5%. It's more than a light 6%. beer. Man, well, I don't drink light beer, so. So I've got, I've got a question that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and it kind of pertains to Ryan's birthday. So his birthday is on 20 in election year, right? Which also happens to be a leap year, which, as we know, happens every four years. Did we purposefully plan election years on leap years? I think, and does that happen all the time? Do we just need an extra day to think about who we want to elect? <laughs> I think it just happened that way. Yeah, it's, I think it's just coincidence. But yeah, you're right. No, I think I think he's onto something. I the Illuminati. Denver Airport. They figured if they could get one extra day, they could um, play around with as many. <laughs> yeah, as election they want, fraud day. February 29th is election fraud day. <laughs> Listen, if Trump if Trump wins, if Trump ends up winning because of the stuff that's going on I'm in the so courts scared. right now, I would hope to God he makes Okay, Faglate, February 29th from now on, election fraud day. Uh, it's gonna be a national no, holiday we this. remember. Let's talk about this. Joe Joe sucks at running Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Joe well, cheats a lot, Biden. Do you see the absolute catastrophe of a name for the new national holiday he just made? It's like a paragraph. Yeah. It's like National Remembrance Day for citizens killed by illegal aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to go Same back to the drawing way. board. That's a story, not a national holiday. <laughs> it's like when you're. Tr it's a blog. It's a blog. It's when post. you're trying to like pack in words for an essay. Let's do it twelve. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I just need the word count up. And the bright crimson red heavy leather reflective coat. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hit a thousand words. You just put out ten yo, adjectives yo. before every noun. Once I had a three thousand word essay and I'm like, there's no way that this guy reads 80 essays and grades them in two weeks. There's no way that he's reading that much. I did the math. And so I just put in filler right. content. I literally put like lorem ipsum, if you know what that is. It's not even English. I just put filler text ipsum? in the middle of the essay and I got a 98. <laughs> so <laughs> I focused oh on the God. introduction and the conclusion and got a 98. Oh my wow. god. <laughs> so so just to clarify, it's National Day of Remembrance for Americans killed by illegal aliens. You literally got it right on the first try. So I think I think if we're gonna talk about the election, it's important to point out that today is November eighth. Yeah. Because November 9th, the Philadelphia could be on fire. Um What do you mean? But like <laughs> like just with what's going on right now. I don't think it's know? I don't we, think we it's should, gonna make a difference. We should couch everything our, we say in the fact that today is a uh, November eighth. Yeah, definitely. But Oh, here, yeah. I am terrified of what is going to happen if there turns out to be some legitimacy of fraud, and it goes to the or and it goes right. to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court rules in favor of Trump. I am terrified of the reaction of this freaking country. Absolutely, Why? More. I don't. I don't see how that could go wrong at all. Yeah, because they're they're <laughs> screaming right now because they think uh, the left thinks that Trump packed the court because or not really packed, but pushed the Barrett in. So that he could win the election, or, or push the Barrett in. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> so that he could win the election illegitimately. But that's not how the Supreme Court works. <laughs> People are misunderstanding yeah. how judges judge. Like you can't. Yeah. The whole point of the Supreme Court is they're there for life and they're free of any political influence. So, well, how good judges judge? Yes, and any judge that yeah. is elected or uh, appointed for the Supreme appointed. Court and is confirmed is a good judge. And you have to have faith in that. That's highly debatable. No, Judgment-wise... Highly in, debatable. As a judge, they are a good judge, and you have to have faith in that. Whether you agree with what they're... On social issues, it's a little bit different. So things like abortion, it's a little bit different. But things like election fraud, where it's cut and clean and dry, and facts of the case, you have to have faith that the highest court in the U.S. is not biased politically. And they're not. I mean, it's important. I, it's important that we have faith, and we should be able to have faith. But I don't think that I have faith rule. in their ability kinda, to judge on election fraud. Absolutely, I I kind of agree with what Ryan's saying here because what he's saying is like you might have social views on certain topics like abortion and whether or not you think it's right or wrong. But when it comes to whether or not elections were conducted properly, that's super cut and dry. And even yeah. people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg whether you agree or disagree with her politics and her rulings was very good at, uh, I forget what it's called, but like system related law, administrative law. So, yeah. So I, I, I agree with Ryan in that this is not something that's super, you can have an opinion on and rule one way or the other. I don't see a lot of the justices on the court doing that. I absolutely don't Especially see, the I don't see Barrett doing yeah. it at all. I mean, she's a total textualist, a textualist, yeah. She she stays she stays true to what's written or at least tries to. Of yeah. the of the justices Trump appointed that I would think would even sway off textualism uh, to uh, to be political is um 
Kavanaugh. Uh, the second yeah. one, Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah, for Kavanaugh. sure. Gorsuch and Barrett. Gorsuch is a total extreme. textualist, and so is Barrett. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know about. Gorsuch. But yeah, this is wild, right? Jordan, did you vote? Yeah, I voted you for Kanye. If you don't want, do you vote? Um. So I filled out my ballot. Oh, no. this, sounds, this sounds this sounds like it's like about to be a no. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like you could have just said no. I think we lost them. Did we lose Jordan? Yeah, yeah. he's gone. But it doesn't really matter. In New Jersey, Jordan, you could you could turn off your video if it's not. In New Jersey, does it really matter if you vote? Not really. No, it doesn't matter but in this. It doesn't. Election. It doesn't. It, I mean, well, you should still vote. Don't, don't get me wrong. You should yeah, still vote. Yeah. So, um. I forget who it was that I was listening to that made a really uh, we got good case. Jordan, we got Jordan back. We got Jordan back. But real quick, uh, they made a really good case for um, why you should vote even if, say, you, say you're voting Republican. Say you're in California, you're voting Republican. Or say you're a Democrat and you're in um, Alabama. Alabama or Texas. Why you should vote. One of the reasons is you never know what could Wait, happen. Did you say two, Texas is a non-battle state? No. It's really yeah, not. Yeah, Texas is Absolutely pretty... not this election. <laughs> it almost turned well, Texas was. It didn't, it didn't end up being that close. It was like five it points. It was very close in the beginning. Anyway, you whatever. So, fine, you're a Democrat in Alabama. <laughs> One, you never know what could happen. But two, if, if the opposing party sees enough Republican votes, like, so in California, if they see enough Republican votes, votes, it'll keep them in check a little bit with certain policies that they're pushing. Mm. Because they know they're very close to uh, oh, yeah. losing I their mean, position. I mean, your voice is still heard no We're, matter what. Yeah. So you can still sway policy. Just Absolutely. But anyway. You also have a say in the amount of effort the politicians will uh, go go through to campaign in your state. Win votes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Which, if they see, like, New Jersey all of a sudden became 40% Republican rather than whatever the hell we are now, um, they might... Not not really New Jersey because we're a tiny state, but they might put more effort. Big electorally, I don't think we're that big electorally. We are. We have we have the eleventh highest population in the country. But what's our electoral vote? I think we're like fifteen electorally. Well, it's based on our population, so we'd be eleventh. Kind. But anyway, Jordan, back to your um, back to your excuses. (laughs) Yeah. Why? What happened? You filled out your ballot. I made an I made an error on my ballot, which would have made it void. And I was leaving for Colorado the next day. Mm. And, you know, because I was in New Jersey, I was like, is it really worth going through all the trouble to go get a Probably new not. one and fill it out and then submit it? You know, like if, if in the time period that I had to get that done, I was like, this isn't a top priority of mine. You know, like mm-hmm. voting is very important. If I didn't make an error, I would have. <laughs> and if I had more time, I so would have. What was did, your error filling in? Was, what was your error filling in the Biden bubble? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have made it accidentally more. selected <laughs> it for Trump. Accidentally selected Cory Booker. Uh, what? <laughs> Mr. Potato Head, uh, Mr. Potato Man, Potato Head, Potato Head himself. Oh, you'll get it out. I voted for days. Kanye. No. Did you? Brian didn't. <laughs> vote. I voted. You did? I thought you didn't send it out. No, I voted. I voted a while ago. A while ago. Did it make you feel? Did it make you feel important? No. Did you get some sense of patriotism? No. the The most amount 
uh, the only thing that happened was I got a little dopamine rush when I checked off the bubble on my te- my to do list. That's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> for now so on, as- for now on, go I'm I'm gonna go for a voting average, like a batting average. I'm just gonna try and vote for all the winners of every uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would have gotten this time. I predicted that Biden would win, remember? All right, nailed this referendum. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. We don't know for sure that Biden's won. Yeah, let's time out. There's a lot of lawsuits. We know pretty much for sure. Chill out. There's a lot of lawsuits. There's there's no evidence of voter fraud right now. There is tons of evidence for voter fraud. Yes, there's a lot. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, you know Tyler and Tommy voted for Trump because they have American flags in their bedrooms. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy that the American flag now is a political statement? Yeah, but it's only because we're right, racist, it's, it's, obviously, because only people that like the American flag are racist. Right. <laughs> For sure. Ryan has one, too, but he hides it in his closet. He's a closet Trump supporter. You have your American flag in He's the a closet? Am I a Trump supporter? Are you not? Definitely not. No, absolutely All not. Right. Trump voter. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not right about now, to out who I voted for, though. He just did. You already did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't it's, know. It's a very personal decision, and I'd like to yeah. keep it to myself. <clears throat> well, as of right now, the split on Arizona is f- half a point. The split on Georgia is point two, and the split on—he's winning North. Trump's winning North Carolina. It's like two points. Who and cares, the split on man? Pennsylvania is point five. I'm just saying this is very close, and it's going to end up in the courts, and. Yeah, like but, Ryan said, I trust the courts to rule properly, and if they rule by, if they rule like there's not enough voter fraud to um, constitute recounts, there's not enough voter fraud to constitute throwing out these ballots that weren't allowed to be observed. All kinds yeah, of yeah, that's the super sketchy part. That's crazy, but well, hang on, like th- th- crap's gonna it's gonna get bad. Yeah, I mean, the longer this plays out, the higher the tensions are gonna rise, and then the, a certain the sucky part is is that. This is a part of any democratic election. It's part of democracy. The fact is, half of the United States about, like, conservatives, uh, hi, Jordan. (laughs) Jordan switched positions. He's looking a little cuter. Um, But anyway, 50% (laughs) of, like, 50% of the U.S., or, like, maybe 40%, don't have faith in the uh, electoral process right now. Which is a big problem. Which is a huge problem, and that needs to be... You know, it needs to be addressed and it's going to be, but people are going to flip out because the left doesn't really care. Like, like outrage culture does not care about how it works and how it should work and how democracies are carried out and how the voting process in democracies is carried out. And they just, it's like sensationalized media caused this where headlines that sell are totally sensationalized and make a, a, a judgment like that, like uh, mm-hmm. like a split second judgment on an issue that is that has tons of nuance in it, especially this. Welcome back, Tommy. Hey, what's going on? We're I talking. didn't go anywhere. Okay. Uh, we were talking about how um, the media has caused sensationalism to to catch on, and how the both the left and the right, but right now the left definitely are going to flip out about this whole court uh for sure it, the, is, uh, the recounts going are to they like freaking there. out in denver at all out there or are they just all too high to even realize what's going on so <laughs> there's like parades everywhere parades. um 
I think it was yesterday. Yesterday was when everyone kind of called it that Biden was going to win. Um, and I was out to breakfast with some friends and it was an outdoor breakfast place. And one by one, like there was like a parade of cars just honking their horns, like screaming. Um, <laughs> and uh, people were saying that like there was so much traffic getting into downtown Denver that it was taking three hours to get down there, which is normally like a 10 minute thing. So like, oh my gosh. So like the city of Denver is very accessible, not like New York and Philly where you got to go across bridges and stuff. There's a million different ways to get into Denver. Uh, it's, it's surrounded by land, you know? Um, but it was like three hours to get down there just because it was crazy. Hmm, that's wild. Um, Notice a mood shift. So, I mean, in 2016, <sighs> it wasn't parades. It was just like, riots screaming people it's just about like it's great that people are excited about their uh president-elect yeah it's a it's a good thing like people being happy and and having parades like whether you agree with the president or not you should be happy it's good that people are excited about the president's elected it's how it should be but it sucks that it only happens when it's it seems that it only happens when it's right. a democrat president-elect yeah right mm -hmm. like that's because the yeah. le the left has like taken over every aspect of the culture. If yeah. you look at Hollywood, they're all Democrats basically. If you're not, you get chastised like Chris Pratt, which I think we talked about last time. I don't we remember if we talked about that. Um, did, did you not. guys? You guys? You guys know about this? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, about I saw it. something yeah. briefly. Yeah, Chris Pratt didn't go to a Biden fundraiser and then got chastised by the internet. Yeah, but everybody's sticking up for him. Right. All of his. Uh, colleagues in Hollywood were like um, yeah. uh, RDJ right. and stuff. But well, isn't RDJ under fire because of um, Django Unchained? Because he wore blackface? It was that like, was a long time ago. No, but still, he's like under fire I'm, now. I'm sure. Who's uh, RDJ? Huh? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Iron Man. I've never heard him. Yeah, I know who Iron Man So Robert I Downey thought Jr. it was really cool. I thought it was really cool to see guys like Mark Ruffalo, who's, you know, outspokenly Super very far leftist. left. Right. Come out and support Chris Pratt and just say, like, you can't question this guy's character. You know, he's a he's an awesome dude. I thought that was super cool. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. cool that they do it. But then if it's anybody that they don't know personally, it's hellfire right. and brimstone and this person's an awful person. You're literally Satan. But yeah, that's why though, it's also important to like, make sure you live a life beyond reproach. Like that. Nobody yeah. can question your, you as a person. That's not fair though, because well, for yeah. sure it's not fair, but still that's why it's important to do just as a takeaway. I mean, okay. But I mean, some people might see this podcast as not living beyond reproach, right? Just having an opinion that differs from, myself i can see that as you know like something that needs to be canceled and that's what happens it's like chris pratt didn't attend a fundraiser and it's getting canceled and <laughs> it points out the irony in hollywood because all these people are jumping <clears throat> on his side because they know him personally but people they don't know personally like like you said they'll they'll be the first person to attack somebody on twitter that they don't right. they, they've never met never talked to they don't know anything about them other than their opinions and then they're, yeah. It's like, <clears throat> for sure, it's there's crazy. No, there's I saw no benefit wonder... of the doubt, and there's no um, there's no interest in having a conversation. It's just I I I know this one thing about you, which means these other fifteen things must be true. Like yeah. I know you support so and so, so that means you have to be these five other things. 
Well, yeah, and it's also classifying people as evil for supporting the <laughs> yeah. other person, and it's like, I, 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 we can get into this a little bit, I think, but p- part of the reason I, I think the problem is, is because we've lost, especially with social media now, you can be connected to so many people, and you lose that close sense of community that people used to have, whether it was in your church or little groups in your town mm. or whatever. You had this sense of community right. around you, and you actually knew people and had conversations with them, and now. Like humans crave being part of a group, but because we don't have emphasis on these small communities and stuff anymore, people join this mega group on social media or whatever. And like politics is one of them. You're either left or you're right. And like, just like with sports teams, like you hate the guy that's on the other side. And it's just like, we can disagree about politics, but you can't call the other person evil for voting for the for, for voting for the person you disagree with. Well, mm-hmm. that also stems right. from what the differences in ideology are now. I mean, it used to be about the level of taxes and how much welfare we were going to provide, but now it's about right. whether or not America is a fundamentally good place or whether America is a fundamentally evil place. And if you believe that right. America is fundamentally evil and is an awful place and was founded on fundamentally evil ideas then you should hate people that love america at least that's what they want to i think that's a very vocal a very uh yeah very vocal minority on the left no for sure i I agree yeah i don't think a lot of people on the left hate america i think it's like ryan said a vocal minority yeah i think really what we're arguing a lot of the time is progression i think that you know Time moves forward, people move forward, systems move forward. And we know, like, I think a lot of people find progression dangerous, you know, where we're going. But, like, there's a good way to progress. There's a bad way to progress as well. And I think that, you know, conservatives get stuck. Um, I think the right gets stuck in being afraid of moving forward while the left gets mad at the right for dragging their feet. And it's like we were – from the left side, they're experiencing these issues that we don't see or experience as much. Um, and it just becomes this battle of like, you're stopping from moving forward. What we feel is needed to move forward. Yeah. Um, and we, and like, you know, I'm, I'm more of a drag my feet. Let's take time because once you progress, you can never go back. Yeah. You know, once you take these steps forward, you can't take them back and go, you know, this is what happened with Trump. This is why Trump was in, under so much fire, because the country had seen so much social progress for, in their eyes under Obama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Trump came in and said, I'm putting my feet in the ground. We're not moving forward in, in this direction of LGBT. We're not moving forward in these different progressions. And the country was like, wait, what do you mean? We were moving so well, and now you just stomped your feet at the ground. That's why, I, I honestly think that's why he was so hated um, as the president that he was. I'm not that's, aware of anything that Trump did that was a anti-LGBTQ. That's that's weird, though, because I don't know if you know this, but Trump actually pioneered a global LGBT yeah. movement yeah. where he called out other yeah. countries to reform their LGBT laws and viewpoints, you know, countries where, you know, in a, Google just tried to weigh in. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> oh no. I heard that. I heard that. 
Oh I no! I'm gonna have to go unpull. Hold on, my guys! I, 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 they're fact checking you. <laughs> I'm hopping in the car. I'm I'm hopping off the grid. I'm grabbing my pistol and I'm leaving. <laughs> this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. I'm leaving. I'm going to Canada, some island somewhere. Bye, guys. Dude, this is wild, bro. My Chrome just broke on my computer. Oh no! All my pages are under <laughs> silencing you. That's wild. Leave what? while you still can. I'm unplugging it. Hold on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I I think another aspect of this FBI whole, is just tapping in. Yeah, I think, hold on. Well, I think yeah. another one of an issue with the social media stuff is you're no longer talking to a face. Like when I'm talking to you right now, we have our webcams on. It's much harder to say the things that people say in Twitter and try to cram their political arguments into a hundred characters. Like yeah. it's absurd that. We're trying to have like intense political debate on Twitter where we have to condense our arguments into 150 word comments and we have to reply and like we have to make it turns into just a snarky mess mm -hmm. where you're behind a monitor and like, oh, you're, you're real big behind a monitor. But as soon as you have to talk to a person on the other side, you'll find that you agree on more than you disagree. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what we've lost. I think that's a I think that's a crazy important thing to remember is that like. The left often criticizes the right of not caring about certain problems. So the right is often criticized as being mean or uh, uncaring over things like um, unemployment or African-American communities or all kinds of things. And it's like the people on the right don't not care about these things. You just disagree on the way to go about fixing them. And yeah. but if right. you if you do that, you're chastised as somebody who just doesn't care. And, you know, nowadays you're chastised as a racist. And it's like, this is crazy. We well, can't. Yeah, that was Tulsi Gabbard's message. She was the, she was running for the Democratic uh, nominee. She sunk her, Kamala Harris's battleship. <laughs> her message was, uh, find the problem, agree on the problem, and then talk about the solution. Yeah. So that you found common ground, and now the disagreement in the discourse is how to solve that problem. Because I'm pretty sure everyone here, at least in the podcast, thinks that you know, we should provide quality Medicare for the most people that we can, right? I think we all agree that the most people we should I think, provide. I think we hang up on the word provide, but I it think would be the, nice. I, I think quality health care should be available. Health care. <laughs> to the quality, most amount of people well, possible. Yes. But we yes. disagree on the, like the vectors to provide that. Like the left will say we want Medicare for all. And we say we want private um, healthcare to, I mean, there's a bunch of reasons that we think that like, um, us being the U S being like the largest innovator in the world, pharmaceutically, stuff like that. Um, and quality of care, stuff like that. And that's where like the real meat of the argument is. And that's where it's productive, but on Twitter and Facebook, and this is why I don't argue with anybody on social media really, or even over text that's lost. Like you can't agree on anything. You almost you're just at odds and there's no progress to be made yeah. i feel like plus as soon as you say something yeah. and they read it with a, a tone that you didn't intend it to be read and even if you are legitimately not trying to be a jerk and they read it in a certain tone that they think you're typing and then the conversation's lost that way too 
There's so many ways. Tyler for it to has go a lot of experience in this. What's that? <laughs> yeah, Tyler gets in a lot of fights on the internet. Yeah. T- Tyler has a lot of experience. <laughs> I um, yeah. I created a fake Twitter. Like I deleted my regular Twitter and created oh, a fake no. Twitter just so I could fight with people <laughs> and not get traced back to me. Oh my God. I have I have one follower on my fake. But Twitter But that's now. exactly what I want to stop happening. Well, you should run for president. <laughs> Sometimes I get really, bored. but it's it's bad. I shouldn't. You really shouldn't. It's just polarizing. That's all it is. That's all you're doing. I don't know. If you get on, I think it's silly to argue over like substance arguments that matter. Like this stuff matters. These social issues matter. To have to cram those into 150 characters on Twitter. That's it's actually 240 now. 240, whatever. So kind of get with it, man. It's still ridiculous. Like I can barely get my stream announcement tweet in. How am I going to get like a pro-life versus pro, uh, pro-choice pro argument? It's just not going to happen. Right. It's not productive. Well, uh, just tell them that they're terrible people. That's usually right. Yeah. Go, right? You suck. That's <laughs> What is that? Like nine characters? That's easy. Right. The, le- the leftists figured it out. <laughs> it works. Shut them down. Oh, man. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, so for real, I was in a Twitter argument with this uh, one woman, and we were talking about how there are differences, fundamental differences in the brains between men and women, and there are. You can look this up. Um, uh, there been, there was a study done in 2014. Oh, well, we know Tom is a fascist now. Yeah, true. <laughs> but it talks about how um, there's more, I think it's white matter in women's brain and more gray matter in men's brain, and white matter is used for sending information to different parts of the brain, and gray matter is used for actually processing the information. It doesn't matter. But it turns out men and women think and solve problems very differently oh, but they for sure. but they tend to come to the same conclusion around the same time but their brains do it completely it's actually really cool but we can't actually delve into this all stemmed from why do women tend to vote more democrat than men because they do and i'm like oh that's an interesting anomaly maybe we should look into why women tend to vote more democrat and men tend to vote more republican no 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 Looking into this at all is sexist, and women need to be put in charge of everything because they would run things better. It's like, well, first of all, why would women run things better if we're exactly the same? And two, why can't we look into this thing that's obviously true, that women vote more Democrat than and men vote more Republican, and figure out why? Is it cultural? Is it biological? Is it some mix of both? Like, that's interesting. We should look into that. But we can't ever get to that point because people... She was literally telling me that this 2014 research was sexist. I'm like... It, they, what, they they looked at a brain. How is that sexist? I don't understand. But no, yeah, apparently it was one hundred percent that men and women think differently. I mean, it dates back to uh, like our our the, the <clears throat> when we were in the freaking caves and women were gatherers and men were hunters. Like, of course we think differently. Like, women are way better at um perceiving colors than men. Women like, are better that, at multitasking. Better like, at multitasking. I but yeah. like if that if they can see colors they can better. They talk than men. on the phone while they clean. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, he went there. <laughs> That's amazing. He the dishwasher is really the dishwasher is really good at telling what color red, oh like what shade god. of red is involved. <laughs> Anyway, if they can see colors... Haven't you noticed that, that when they do your laundry, they color coordinate? Oh, my so God. <laughs> Bro, I have not separated uh, lights, darks, and yeah, whites. Yeah, me neither. Like, one one time. does it every time, yeah. It's made it's, up. It'll make, it'll make it pink. No, it won't. That's a cartoon. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a cartoon. my fiance, right. especially now because we're picking out colors for the wedding and stuff, 
sometimes my fiance will show me like four different colors and I'll be like, that's the exact same color. Be like, no, have, they're completely right, different. I'm like, I, then pick one. Cause I, why don't you care? And why don't you want to help? They all look the same. <laughs> you know, I did have a point here. Sorry. Go ahead. If, if women can see colors different than men, why is it absurd or sexist to oh. believe that they think different? Obviously there are differences. Obviously well, there are things men do better than women and women do better than men. Like, and here's another thing. Like having babies. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Women are better in school. Women are way better, especially young girls. Especially are younger, way yeah. be- Are way better in elementary, middle school, and high school. Because they can sit down and they can focus. And boys can't. Boys need to run around. And, and women usually get better grades in school. Be- for that reason. It's just, we work different. And to suggest that is now sexist. I d- <laughs> It's just so sad <laughs> to me. Yeah. That, you, you, yeah. Yeah. You can't get to any point of substance and like figure out life's problems if you're stopping at the nope. If you acknowledge there's a difference, you're sexist or your study is sexist. It's, it's like, just, I mean, it's, they have it's, boobs. It's. <laughs> I mean, some men have boobs. Tommy. Especially. Hey. <laughs> He's working. Especially on when it. you drink I a mean, lot of those hormone it's, milks. It's, it's, it's Creeping, it's creeping. No, like the, the where they give the cows hormones and then you get. It's creeping ones. towards the level of anti science and shutting down science of like the Catholic Church back in the 11, 12, 1300s, where they're like, nope, the earth is the center of the universe. If you disagree, we will literally kill you. <laughs> um, uh, don't acknowledge gravity because we will literally kill you. Um, all of these things. And, and you see, it's a, it's a very similar thing where. We're just going to decide to not acknowledge things. And if you do acknowledge things, then you're shut down. And it's going to just bring a screeching halt to research and development in all sorts of fields, especially medical fields. Yeah. And and women now out, I don't know if this is to date, but for a while at least, women are outnumbering men in, in um, science degrees and things like biology and chemistry mm. and stuff like that. Outnumbering men. Mm. Yeah. Well, they so, have, they, yeah, they've, they've, they've outnumbered no, them in college for like ever, haven't they? For like 50, yeah, 60 but a years. lot of that was in um, social sciences yeah. and things like yeah. that. You say but they now, did better in now, college? No, they outnumbered them in college oh, for oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. sixty. But now years STEM now. is even being that's uh, crazy taken over, which is good. Like whatever, no, that's great. Uh, whoever, whoever can, yeah, whoever can successfully get an engineering degree should go for it. Yeah, whatever. But let's not pretend that if if you know the the product of that system is 70% men that that's necessarily sexist. Well, the, the, it doesn't I hate have to that. be. I hate that because my girlfriend's a living example of why that's not true because m- women make far different choices than men. And that's just how it is. Like, why is that a bad thing? Like you're just disservicing the women who want to choose to have the life. That's just like the nuclear family. Like all Allie wants to do, she's not really career driven. She just wants to have a family and be a mom. And why is that wrong? Right? Like, men uh, typically. Clearly because are, she's giving into the patriarchy. Right. It's <laughs> like, why is she, I don't know, why is she villainized by her own gender, by like the majority of her own gender because she's not feminist enough? It's just, it's, <laughs> it's a crazy world we live in now. I don't know. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, it's not all bad. Christina, I mean, sorry, can you write a can you write a blog about it to fix it? Yeah. <laughs> By tomorrow. Yeah. Let's get it out there. Uh, 180, 180 people will be uh, influenced. 
hey, that's that's uh, a big reach. That's 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 a big reach compared to this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. This podcast if RJ, barely... um, <laughs> if RJ's not here, somebody's got to self-deprecate. Podcast, <laughs> so I'll take up the mantle. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you paled in comparison to the amount of crapping on the podcast RJ can pull off in eight seconds. <laughs> he's, he's just like, RJ will randomly just say like, well, it's not like anyone's actually going to listen. I... Um, it was like 20 minutes into the podcast. I was still listening. He goes, yeah, we've probably lost like 99.9% of our viewers right now. So it- it's like, oh, average listen times four minutes. So <laughs> yeah. Thanks, dude. Oh man. Thanks. Thanks, bro. So charming. Well, <laughs> he'll be back in two weeks. If, if, if anybody misses him, I miss him. I miss RJ. Yeah. I do too. I miss being able to make fun of somebody at will. Yeah, I mean, we could just at, so, at some point somebody's gonna need to fall asleep during the podcast to fill in that role too. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs>